the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Real Life Radio is a service of River City Community Church. Grace and peace to you, and welcome to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in San Antonio, Texas, a church that exists to help people just like you find the real life you were created for and then find it to the full. And that's exactly what Jesus said in John 10.10. 10. And today is the final message in this series called The Doorway, and that doorway is prayer. Where, yes, prayer changes things, but the first thing it changes is you. Here's Pastor Sean. This is Real Life Radio. In Matthew 3.11, John the Baptist said this. He said, I baptize you with water for repentance, but after me comes one who is more powerful than I, whose sandals I'm not worthy to carry. He's talking about Jesus. He's introducing them to, there's another one coming. And then he says of Jesus, he will baptize you. He, he, he will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand. He will clear his threshing floor, gathering his wheat into the barn, burning up the chaff with unquenchable fire. I just want to ask you this morning, as we go deeper in prayer, this relationship, are you willing, with the Spirit in us, to be baptized, immersed, filled to the point of overflowing and under the influence? As prayer takes us deeper, are you willing to, to be baptized with fire, where there is something in you that starts reprioritizing. And certain things maybe just need to be purged altogether. Other things need to be added. Are you really willing? Because that's where prayer leads us. In the spirit of full disclosure, that's this relationship that we're going deeper in. Hebrews 12, 25 through 29. See to it that you do not refuse him who speaks. If they didn't escape when they refused him who warned them on earth, how much less will we if we turn away from him who warns us in heaven? At that time, his voice shook the earth, but now he's promised, once more I will shake not only the earth, but also the heavens. Listen, the words once more indicates the removing of what can be shaken. That is created things, so that what cannot be shaken may remain. You understand there are things in our world, in our lives, even in our own person that can be shaken. There are political systems that can and will be shaken. There are economic systems that can and will be shaken. Jobs, even relationships, friendships. But listen, verse 28 says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. For our God is a consuming fire. See, there's a kingdom that cannot be shaken. There's something that won't be consumed in the fire. The fire consumes everything, but the pure gold remains. And what I want to challenge us with is those words, shaking and fire are very intentional. And as we go deeper in this relationship with Father, I feel like I need to ask the question, are you sure? Because he wants to bring a shaking and a fire that I promise you will release you to blessing and things that... You can't even imagine but that God has for you. When we talk about the scripture, and we, we, we quote the scripture a lot here, Jesus says, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but I came to give you life 
and give it to you more abundantly. He wants to give you more than you can even imagine. But there are things holding us back. And as we go deeper in prayer, the Spirit is going to begin to reprioritize and bring change. And remember, all this started because these guys were in a prayer meeting. They prayed in the place we're shaken. The deeper we go in this relationship, he's going to do things that set us free for amazing things in him. But that also begin to move some things around. We like the phrase, prayer changes things, right? We say that, prayer changes things. Here's the point I want to give you this morning, and I want you to write it down and remember it. Prayer changes things, but the first thing it changes is me. (laughs) Prayer does change things, but the first thing it changes is me. And some of you may be here and going, yeah, I'm not sure I want to change. You know, I want to pray, but the whole reason I pray is so God will do what I want. I told you a few weeks ago what you're doing, right? I told you about that. You're not, you're not praying. You're rubbing a lamp, aren't you? You're rubbing a lamp. You're not looking for Jesus. You're looking for the genie. I don't want a master. I want three wishes. And I'm just telling you, it doesn't work that way. Prayer is talking to Father, the Creator, the Almighty. And that is such good news because He wants to bless you. He wants to set you free. He wants to give you the life that we read about in Scripture. He wants to turn it on. And the things that are holding us back are the things that He wants to rearrange and change. Prayer changes things, but the first thing it changes is me. Now remember, prayer is the language of the followers of Jesus. Prayer is the language of the followers of Jesus. And so when we pray, it has to be with this sense of, okay, Jesus, I'm going to be a follower. And the one I'm going to follow is you. A couple things that happen when we pray every single time. Let me give them to you real quickly. One, when you pray, the Spirit will clean house. Okay? You should write that down. So when it happens, you're not surprised. Okay? When you pray, the Spirit will clean house. I love Hebrews 12, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we're surrounded by this great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. And then it tells us, fixing our eyes on Jesus, the author and the perfecter or the finisher of our faith. I love that because it really lists these couple of things that we need to be aware of. And the first one, or actually the second one, is the sin that so easily entangles. Sin is one of those things that God hates sin because it kills those he loves. And I just want you to stop and recognize if you have sin in your life that you are allowing to exist and you know it's there and you're refusing to deal with it, that builds a wall of separation between you and Father. That's what sin does. It always does. And you're like, oh man, we let Sean go preach at one camp and all of a sudden he's preaching about sin. Oh, in a minute he's going to start getting all southern on us. It's going to happen. Yeah, understand something. Um, we always try to preach pretty hard on sin. You understand why? Because God hates sin because it kills the people that he loves dearly. When it comes to sin, God is like the mothers against drunk drivers. I've told you this before. Seriously. You ever talk to people, who, who, a mom who's lost a child or a loved one to, to drunk driving and is part of that group? They're called mad for a reason. And those ladies aren't playing. They don't compromise. They're not like, well, a little drunk driving, I guess, doesn't hurt. They hate it. And they're angry. And they're vocal. Because they lost someone they love to a drunk driver. And so they have zero tolerance for drunk driving. 
That's how father is towards sin, because it is killing his kids, whom he created, whom he loves, who he has this amazing destiny for. It's keeping him from that, and he loves them. And so he hates sin. It's enemy number one. And he's not playing. But understand completely, it's because he absolutely loves you. So I just want to say to you, if there's sin that you know is happening, it's not a game. Father wants you to walk away because that's what the scripture says. And the beauty is he's going to empower you to do it. I'll talk a little bit about that in just a moment. But he doesn't just ask you to do it on your own. He asks you to say yes, let go, and then follow him. And watch and see if he doesn't give you the power to do it. What's interesting is it's not only sin that's listed in this verse, the sin that so easily entangles. Before that, it says, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles. So you're saying there could be things that hinder that aren't sin? Uh Uh-huh. There can be good things, okay things, that could come to such a place that they become a hindrance? Yes. Really, even great things. Your job can become an idol. To the degree that it becomes the non-negotiable, your job could be an idol. And you're like, but wait, the Scripture tells us to work with our hands and earn our own bread, and he who doesn't work should eat. Of course. Scripture's very pro-work. But to the point that that becomes a non-negotiable, Jesus, I'll do anything, I'll go anywhere, except I have to keep this job because it lets me make this much money, which lets me live in this house and drive this car, and my kids go to this school. So I, I can't change that. But everything else, God, you can have. That's become a hindrance. And in prayer, the Spirit will t- eventually talk to you about that. He wants you to have a job. He wants you to have a house. He wants your kids to be able to go to school. He, he's, he's got you. You've got to decide if you trust him. But the minute something else becomes a non-negotiable, there's only supposed to be one non-negotiable for the true follower of Jesus Christ, for the disciple, and that is him. He is the non-negotiable. Everything else is up for grabs. I've seen situations where parents' affection and concern for their children has become an idol in their life. And I've seen the parent and the children be hurt by that because they put that child in an inappropriate place that belonged only to God. And I want you to know that when the Spirit's cleaning house, He will point out those things that hinder. He'll start talking to you about it. And He'll start nudging you and calling you and challenging you. And you should expect that. Prayer changes things. The first thing it changes is me. The question is, when the Spirit's cleaning house, where will you say no? At what point will you say, no more, Spirit? No more, Lord. That's a problem. We want to take a quick minute to remind you you're listening to Real Life Radio with Pastor Sean Azaro of River City Community Church in the series called The Doorway. And if you'd like to hear the full unedited message or even watch Pastor Sean in action, it's available right now on demand on the sermon page at the River City website called reallife.org. And if you think you'd like to visit River City Community Church, here's your invitation from Pastor Sean. Hi, I'm Sean Azaro, pastor of River City Community Church. I'd like to invite you to join us for a new teaching series called Bridges, Crossing from Here to There. Many of us go through life assuming we're experiencing all that there is. We have this sense that there's supposed to be more, but we don't really know where to start. This series will take a look at some important bridges that God has designed to take us from the mundane to the extraordinary. River City is located a mile and a half outside of Loop 1604 on Lookout Road across from Matama Park. Service times are Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sunday at 9 and 11 a.m. Every weekend gathering is an exciting and artistic blend of music, reflection, and practical insights all designed to explore the life that God meant for us. River City is a church for real life, so our home on the web is reallife.org. To find out more, just visit us online at reallife.org. We look forward to seeing you on the road to real life at River City Community Church.
Welcome back to this message called, Are You Sure? This is Real Life Radio. Second thing, when you pray, the Spirit will give new vision. And he said it in Acts 2, 17, 18, he said, your sons and your daughters, this isn't a gender thing. Young men will see vision, your old men will dream dreams, this isn't an age thing. Are you ready for a new vision? You know God wants to give you a new vision for your life. And that doesn't, like I said, doesn't mean you're going to have to quit your job and go do something else. He may just give you a new vision for the life you're in. Or he may ask something totally different and amazing and risky. Are you open to a new vision? Because he says he will give one. Are you ready for that? Or are you like, well, Lord, I'll have a new vision as long as it's within these parameters. It's funny, I talked to some folks who are at that retirement age, and they're kind of like, okay, well, I guess I'm done with work, and I guess God's done with me. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't work that way. God doesn't really do the whole retirement thing. I just never really see, read a lot about that, and, you know, I don't think that Peter and John ever made it to Florida. I don't know that they were able to get there. I, you know how it is. I mean, if you're not dead yet, you're not done yet. So what's the vision God's given you? What's your place? What's the thing? Are you open? It's kind of exciting when you stop and realize it, and you go, yeah, God, I want you to give me a new vision. A third thing the Spirit will give when we pray. It says, when we pray, the Spirit will give power. Acts 1.8, you'll receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you'll be my witnesses in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. Power to overcome sin. That's what we were talking about. He doesn't just ask you to do it on your own. He says, I want you to walk away from that, and the minute you take that step of obedience, now His Spirit begins to empower. Be filled with Him, and it'll be amazing how much power you have to walk away from sin that has caused you guilt, shame, and hurt. Guilt, sin that's you've been going round and round, feel like you're walking in the wilderness, going round and round. And um, when we surrender ourselves to him and say, Lord, I'm going to be filled with you, I'm walking away from that. It's amazing how he gives you power. And when you stumble, he gives you grace. But then he gives you power to get back up and keep walking. Power to speak boldly, speak the truth in love. Power to impact the world through prayer. Power to impact the world through the place of influence he's given you. Power to serve through supernatural gifts of the Spirit that he wants to give to every believer. When you pray, the Spirit will give power. Prayer changes things, but the first thing it changes is me. And last thing, when you pray, you have a decision to make, and it's true, every one of us, every time. I just want, you know, again, in the spirit of full disclosure, this is the last 10%. When we pray, we have a decision to make, because this is a relationship with the creator of the world. And he is going to take us deeper. He's going to speak to us. He's going to nudge us. He's going to prompt us. And we have a decision to make. Are we going to say yes or no? Ephesians 4, 29 through 32, t- talking about some behavioral things that are not pleasing to God. This is what he says. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. And listen to verse 30. And do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom you were sealed for the day of redemption. And he goes on with some more behavioral things. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other, just as in Christ God forgave you. That haunting little phrase, do not grieve the Holy Spirit. So when I do these things and tell him no, it's not just that I'm disobeying. I could be grieving the Spirit of God in me. Yes, And telling the Spirit no is not a game. I just want us all to be aware of that. He has a plan for us that is amazing. There should be so much joy in following Him, so much life. 
But whenever we tell him no, we put a ding in that relationship. Whenever we tell him no, we find ourselves outside of God's plan, his favor, and his blessing. Because him, every time he leads us, it's for our blessing and for our betterment. So the question asked in the sermon title is, stands, are you sure? Because prayer is the language of the followers of Jesus. And I want to challenge us. God doesn't want us just to kind of go through a teaching series on prayer. He wants to change us because he wants to bless this fellowship and the people of this fellowship. He wants to bless you. But you can't necessarily, you can't have it all. You can't have the world and have Jesus. You can have Jesus and all the stuff that's, man, beyond anything this world can offer. But you've got to choose Jesus. And here's my question. As you just kind of get honest, what kind of vision has God given you? What are you hungry for? I mean, I sense in people a dissatisfaction with the status quo. And I think that's a really good thing. What are you hungry for? I mean, what do you look around at? God, I wish you, you could do something. I wish someone would do something. I just want to say God, through the power of prayer, wants to engage us in partnering with him to see something done. We're never helpless because of the power of prayer. I want to challenge us, refuse to settle. But I also want to say, we got to tell Jesus yes. And we got to be willing to recognize as we go in prayer, the Spirit is going to deal with us in some ways that are different. I challenge every one of us to trust him enough to let that happen. I want to give us just a few moments of reflection I don't want to just rush past this time. I wanted to give you a moment to say yes to Jesus, to process, to wrestle with him a little bit if you need. There's a song that for me is kind of a worship go-to. When I just need to get quiet and listen to the voice of the Lord, I put this song on. And a simple song says, give me Jesus. And it really is kind of just cut through all the stuff. Just give me Jesus. So I just want to share it with you, and you don't have to do anything. Just sit and let God speak to you. Give 
give me Jesus, you can have all this world, just give me Jesus. Lord, when I come to die, when I come to die, just give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. You can have all this world. You can have all this world. Just give me Jesus. worship you. Simple old song. If this is where your heart is, I want you just to sing it out to Jesus. All to Jesus I surrender all to him I free Will ever love and trust in him, his presence daily live. I surrender all. I Surrender. 
Teach us that surrendering to you is the path to greatest gain. Teach us to trust you. As we pray, teach us to trust your voice. All to Jesus I surrender, Lord. I give myself to as you draw us to prayer bring us to that place of trust filled surrender and fill us help us rise up with wings like eagles I ask for new vision for this congregation I ask for your power teach us to pray draw us into that place of prayer We thank you and we trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Pastor Sean Azaro. You've been listening to Real Life Radio in this series called The Doorway. And if you'd like to hear this full, unedited message all over again and this series, it's available right now as a free download. You can even see the video podcast at the sermons link at reallife.org. But of course, you're invited to come visit River City Community Church located on Lookout Road right behind Rotama Park. You can see all the details, directions, and service times again at reallife.org. If you'd like to call the church, the number is 490-5262. As Real Life Radio is a service of River City Community Church. We hope you join us again next time for more Real Life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never before seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.